Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. a monumental day for the vice president the candidate for the new patriotic party and today he has been delivering uh, a speech that uh, his own people term his speech to show that he is indeed different from the president that he serves and today we're going to be assessing that message Bamiya's case for president we'll get into that and if you've missed it uh, it just ended just a few minutes back around uh, 30 minutes back when he wrapped it up and he said a few things and he wanted to really assert the point that he is his own man let's go through that for you in a summary for those of you who are just joining us here on PM Express who want to catch up on what Bamiya had said tonight uh, it was billed as a speech that will set him apart from the president from his current boss and from the things that you didn't like about the government he wanted to show you that he will be different if you elect him so did he achieve that what did he actually say one of the first things he say he said today was laying the foundation for us to make uh, begin to appreciate that uh, he is one of the people who of course sits in cabinet in the EMT level he did not throw the EMT under the bus he was very emphatic that he was on the subcommittee on the EMT uh, to cabinet and we do not have any decision making powers he stresses that particular point they are advisory but i am very proud of the quality of advice we have been providing over the years to cabinet and so he, he makes two point here i won't throw the entire EMT and the subcommittee I was on under the bus because he's part of it how can he do that he makes the point yes we don't have decision making powers but we have provided solid advice okay if you provide solid advice his point actually in there is that advice is advice whoever you advising can decide to take or not and he's beginning the speech today from the from the very onset telling us that yeah i have tried my best but they may not have listened to me in some respects and you see some of these those areas that he suggested without actually saying it categorically that they didn't listen to him on we'll come to that and he says as the vice president he's like what well, a driver's mate he says so he's not in the driver's seat but he says if he's voted for he will be in charge he will move from the driver's seat and he'll become president i will be there then he will be driving himself again this speech was crafted to make two main fundamental points i believe one is yeah there's a lot had gone wrong in this government but i am not in charge somebody else is i advise the person but the person has the final authority on this and then secondly he want to appeal to you that if you understand that then put me in a the seat then i can make decisions a few decisions he says he will take if he moves for a driver's made into the driver's seat and we found it interesting 
to run a comparison between the program that is currently being implemented by the government, right, in the 2024 budget, but also in the program before the IMF, and what Baumia is actually proposing right now. And some of them are just diametrically opposed to each other. For example, revision and expansion of taxes on gambling revenue. That's the policy of government currently. Baumia says he will eliminate betting tax. That tells you quickly that he's beginning to depart, even with policies that are currently being implemented. Again, removal of selected VAT exemptions, including 15% VAT on electricity. Do you know what Barmia says about that very controversial tax handle that the finance minister has written to the ECG to implement? He says he will eliminate VAT on electricity if he wins. That is, if the tax is still on our books by 2025. Again, departing from what is actually a government policy that government intends to implement. Tonight, we've seen a statement from the finance ministry to the ECG and NETCO asking them to suspend the implementation. Because the finance minister has written to them to say, go ahead, implement. As you know, Labour had said, that won't happen and now what? We will shut this country down if you dare. Well, it appears that the finance minister uh, has been forced to backtrack now. And he's eating some humble pie, a huge one indeed, forced down his throat by the Labour unions. And then you still stay with Bamiya on the differences between government policy and what he's proposing to do if he wins power. We know about the emissions tax. It's been very controversial, right? We also know about uh, tax on plastic uh, and, and packaging. He says he will eliminate emissions tax if he comes into power, if he wins or not. So that clearly begins to show you the, the, the difference between himself and the current policies that the, current, the government is implementing. So you, you have to beg, he's begging to be asked indeed. So what, what is it that he's been telling the government? What, what advice is, has he been given to the government on this matter? Because they still go to cabinet. These things get approved in parliament, uh, in cabinet, before it goes to parliament if it has to be approved. So remember what he said at the beginning of my slide. I can just advise. He's actually suggesting to us in many, many ways that I'm advising, but I'm not taking my advice. So if you vote for me, I will undo the things they're currently doing. That, that's actually a loud, loud statement. That's a lot to unpack, and I have the men to do just that for us. So the whole list of things. He will abolish the E-Levy is another one. He said that tonight. He will abolish the E-Levy. The E-Levy is still being implemented under the government of which he's a vice president. Again, making a very loud pronouncement that I'm advising. Um... As I've been listening to. And, and that's a very important point. Elimination of VAT on exploration services. That's something that the uh, Minister for Lands and Natural Resources has intimated. No more import due to solar panels. Tax incentives will be provided for film producers. Flat tax will be introduced also. So he is beginning to set a tone for a different bar, yeah, different from what you know, he's been part of. Uh, tax amnesty will be given also. There will be no manual or paper filing of taxes from 20. Uh, 25 if he's elected into government. He also talks about the number of ministers. Again, here, he is emphatically distancing himself from the policy of his boss currently. Who believed? It, it, the, the, the thing is not in how many, but it's in the results. But I mean, it's actually saying the opposite. It's both in the numbers of people that you appoint to form your government, but also what they deliver. He says he's going to have only 50 ministers. No more than that. And deputy ministers. And again, in here, there's a competition between himself and JM. JM says, well, 60. He says, 
50. And that's a point in politics about who goes first with a statement and policy. Go first, I want to catch you, which is what he's done. I want to take it to UPSA right now because my colleague, Kojo Brace, is standing by. One of the things we want to measure right now is reaction, not from the folks within the MPP, because we know that already. I want to hear from the identifiable groups that, who were invited to this particular briefing, because he addressed them and tried to present to them policies to address their concerns. One of them is Guta. Guta has been complaining about taxes, about inflation, about uh, interest rates, also about the depreciation of the city. So did they hear anything today to convince them, and I, when I say Guta, I mean the Ghana Union Traders Association, to convince them that President Baumia will be different from Vice President Baumia, who is part of this current government, my colleague, Kojo Brace, is standing by with the president of Guta. Uh, tell me, what has been the reaction? I'm curious to hear his thoughts. Well, um, Evans, the reaction from the, the room itself, uh, for, for, for a start, I mean, it, it, it was such that any time he brought up a policy uh, proposal, you could, you could see some people applauding. And I've spoken to some people, people after the, the presentation. They, they, all the people I spoke to seemed to suggest that, well, this is a well thought through presentation, one that speaks to the heart of whatever uh, uh, people like the, the traders have been, speaking, have, have been speaking to in some time now. I mean, uh, uh, Dr. Joseph Obeng is here with me. We'll go straight to him. Doc, so earlier I spoke to you, you, you seem to really... Uh, appreciate all that the vice president did. You, you've been in the past speaking about taxes, taxes, taxes. The vice president has spoken about the removal of e-levy. He's spoken about the removal of the emissions tax, the VAT on electricity, if that is still there. I mean, how do you see all of the things that the vice president spoke about in his presentation? I'm overly excited. This is exactly what I wanted to hear, and I heard it. It means that they have been listening to whatever please that we have been doing, the communication that we do with you on TV and all that is being listened to. And of course, uh, it's all about he adopting compliance as a tool of um, revenue collection in his administration. And that is going to simplify tax collection system. That's why he's talking about flat rate, flat rate, and that is going to even make duty payment uh, flat rated, um, starting with um, spepers. Why can't I be excited? If um, 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 this is what, after all these years we've said, have, have been um, ahead of and, and been um, um, going to be adopted. So we are very excited. The fact that he said that invigilation should be the thing of the past in his administration, it means that he has also um, listened to a pleas by the invigilation by VAT. And that being in government now, I believe he is talking to GRA to uh, stop those exercises. And that, um, for us, is very positive. And the fact that he is also saying that um, GRA should, um, in his administration, he will do post-clearance audit for five years. Yeah, that's for five yearly is okay. So that we can have the freedom and, and peace to... Because we are, not be, we are not to be treated as uh, common uh, criminals when, uh, when doing business. And that um, five years is okay. Uh, um, the, 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 uh, what is happening now is one year, every two years, they will come do postcards or they charge you some amount to pay and all that. And that does not occur well. So what he says is that um, he's going to expand the task net. He said that because that's why he started with the um, 10. 
uh, team number and all that. And that has captured a lot of um, um, capable task payers who are outside the task net. And that is what is going to use to make um, taxes affordable so that everybody will pay. That's what I understood. And that, he says that he's going to make things very flat. When you do that, it means that he's going to take away all the leakages in the task system. And this is what we have drummed over and over and over. That when you do your uh, the duty, it means that nobody is going to, um, um, I mean, take advantage be, um, uh, the uh, the custom officer or the agent or even the trader because we all know that this is the flat rate that we have to pay. So you are saying that after listening to the flag bearer, yeah. you are convinced that going forward, things will be cheaper for us, I mean the consumers. Yeah. Uh, it means that if he's able, in case he, he, wins, he, he wins power and then he uh, adopts it. Because we know that this is feasible, this is workable. It's not rockets and these things that we've said is what other countries have done and they are being com- um, uh, highly competitive in the market. We are uh, very un- uncompetitive uh, because of the high rate of um, duties that we pay. And he, he might have recognized that and said that he's going to simplify things for us. He's going to make things flat rated for us. Make it so that affordability and then expand the taxness. This is all that we have been saying all this time. And so it's very important that because uh, um, it's very good that a leader should listen to what his people. That's all democracy is about. And I'm overly excited and I believe that um, all the other political um, parties will also go on the same tangent and then know the needs of the uh, business community and factor, uh, 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 structure their policies around that. But, but I mean, in the next 30 seconds, you believe that if he assumes power, he, he is able to do that? He will be able to do all yeah, that? Yeah, he was speaking. able to establish some credibility uh, because he said that when they came to power, he was able to do this, this, and that. And that they removed the new sentences and all that because they wanted to move from um, a transition to production. And so they did well for the first, um, um, a, a first term. But on the second term, because of the COVID and this um, um, Ukraine war and all that, they had challenge. So he has said where he was doing well and where uh, he had the challenge. And then he also took his time to itemize those things that he has done in the digitization, that every Ghanaian know that it is working. And so, for that reason, you know that there's credibility in what he's saying. And this is what I wish that all other political parties to now take us, because I believe this year's election is going to be intellectual based. Anybody who will go on the insult is, is gone. It's not going to. So, it shouldn't be personalized or even politicized that I'm in this party. Let's listen to them and see the messages that carry the meat, and then we go for it. And so um, I'm very excited the way things are going. Um, Because don't forget that only um, last week I also um, um, I I was was at the Afrofantor movement, uh, Butterfly movement or whatever, I don't know, um, and their dialogue, economic dialogue. And so we, we do that. And he's saying that this is not his okay. manifesto. Okay. So we are going to engage him okay. to add more uh, so that um, the manifesto will be rich so that they can make it as a, a whole policy uh, to the benefit of the Ghanaian business community. Evan, right. so there, there you, you, you heard it. I mean, traders are very okay with what the vice president put forth today. Let's see how in the coming days uh, the discussions will be.
Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Very much, and that's a first reaction there from uh, one major group in this country. They listened to the vice president. The vice president attempted to address some of the challenges that they've always had with the economy and how it affects their business. So we've heard from them. There are many more we need to hear from on the day when the vice president delivers delivered his message, his message of departure from his boss, the president, where he asserted that he is his own man, asserted his own independence to champion his own policies. And so there's a lot more to unpack. You want to stay with us for that. But as you know, PM Express is always brought to you by Syntex Tank. It is strong. It is tough. Alumobitis experience greatness in every moment. Ghana AIDS Commission, Pepsodent, every smile matters. And you want to make a call now to Syntex Tank and, and get their double... Uh, layer tanks, and also you can get it bespoke, whatever size, whatever color, just tell them they will provide it. Plus, they will give you seven years warranty. So pick a phone and call them, 0244-335-168. Shop online at syntexgh.com. Are stronger, you're tough? Pepsodent is the cavity fighter that you need. It is fortified with pro-fluoride and micro-calcium ingredients, sealing tiny and invisible holes in your teeth. This prevents cavities keeps your teeth strong and mouth healthy. Pepsodent Cavity comes in a 175G family park, 120G a Jaqua park, and 65G, 12G sachet as well. So you can always get what you can afford at any time. Don't just use toothpaste that brushes your teeth. Use Pepsodent that protects your teeth. Pepsodent, every smile matters. My guests will join me for a conversation after this break. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to demonstrate to you the superior properties of Flamingo paint as compared to other paint brands on the market. We take equal quantities of Flamingo paint and this ordinary paint, we then dilute them with water. And now, let the test begin. The gentleman on the left is going to apply the ordinary paint and the gentleman on my right will use the Flamingo superior paint. As you can clearly see, Flamingo has the obvious better hiding. Furthermore, Flamingo has painted a much larger area. You know, one bucket of Flamingo paint is equal to several buckets of any other paint brand on the market. Flamingo paint is made with superior formulation to give superior durability, superior hiding, superior coverage. Flamingo paint, simply superior. I love person and charcoal. Why? When there are so many other charcoal toothpaste. That's both charcoal and lemon. Oh, does it? Yes. Look right here. Yes. 
Absolute charcoal has two of nature's powerful whitening ingredients. With a pair of activated charcoal and lemon essence, it removes stains and whitens teeth naturally. Convinced? Well, I am. Just look at your beautiful Pepsodent smells. <laughs> For naturally whiter teeth, Pepsodent charcoal. Pepsodent. Across Africa, a new era has begun. Shifting our focus to a new horizon, connecting us with one purpose, to create and share opportunities to grow. Today, we are making a brighter tomorrow, built by our dreams and our energy. Across our continent, across the world, we are creating a better way to a better future. A pan-African future, together. Ecobank, a better way, a better Africa. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Focused... Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alexa in my bag. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM, Hits FM, Love FM, live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play and then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And you are back like you never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Daddy? Daddy? This tank is big! Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow! It has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Ayanini now want our children to use the internet to learn. No we nina be farmers, doctors, lawyers, fishers, traders in a market kahu. Yanini na ye pede yanin friends and loved ones who bonkomu fundo without any interruptions. Ao, yes, ao. 
a stable service ne to send the mobile money na come our parent of ye jt trot room opedosha chelsea versus man city game without missing a moment Hey Ramana, ono ze nengiwa jido bo receive mobile money payment e fini customers ho. On pay delay so. Eboze, love talks in kotein or po. Obotuma kasa till he sleeps on the phone. Eye mwenye is made possible because of the red, white and grey telecommunication towers are over here in communities in Munti. Dam telecommunication towers si, oye safe owo ho to the benefit of obiara our community ni we are here, the Yabobwa. In case of any emergency, Biara, and now you see a theft going on, for the Ghana Police Service on 191 and now 185555, a button surface 0209-2222-20, and 0242-435629, and now 30 for assistance. So, welcome the telecommunication towers into the approved locations in your neighborhoods so that you can keep connecting to the people and things you love. Message Ghana Institution of Engineering, and the Radiation Protection Institute, and the YN DOS. Blessing, do you know of any good medical school I can take off you to? Oh, Fifi, is that why you're looking all moody? Then I have some good news for you. The College of Medicine and Allied Sciences, COMAS, Accra, Ghana, is a degree-awarding institution, and they offer Bachelor of Medicine and Bachelor of Surgery using the Graduate Entry Medical Programs, Bachelor of Diagnostic Imaging, and BSc Health Information Management. All these programs are accredited by GTEC. Their bilingual curriculum prepares you to consult in French. But I'm worried about admissions. Admissions are ongoing. Contact us on Facebook or on Instagram at info.comas or call us on 0208-456-556 or send them an email info at comas.edu.gh. Comas, the citadel of a holistic professional medical education. Thanks for staying with us here on PM Express. My guest joining me in the studio is Dr. Gideon Bwako, a spokesperson for Dr. Baumia. He just rushed over from the UPSA where the vice president delivered that seminal speech in an attempt to show that he's different from his boss and, of course, charting his own course. He's with me in the studio. Dr. Echesi Kanku, senior lecturer at Ghana Institute of Journalism, and uh, uh, he's also rector of the director of the research and development. Um, joins me in the studio, but of course he is a man who's writing a book and that's really why he's here. He's been assessing the, the space quite vigorously and that's why he's here, not, not because he's a lecturer, you know, so that, that needs to be emphasized. And Asas Sante is a senior political science lecturer at the political science department, University of Ghana, joins us via Zoom. And, and gentlemen, I want to start with, I guess, the, the, the central theme of the vice president's message tonight, where he says he is nothing more than a driver's mate. As, as vice president, I am like a driver's mate. But my 
constitutionally mandated authority to pursue my mission and my priorities. So what do I want to do in terms of vision and priorities and policies if you give me the opportunity by the grace of God to become president of the Republic of Ghana? So one of the most important things he wanted to do tonight was to show us that he's different, create some distance between himself and his boss. Dr. Chisikanku, did he achieve that? Yes, he did. Um, this, this was a vice presidential speech in a manner that we've, we've never seen before on all the indices or indicators of a good political speech. He comes up very highly on them. Uh, in terms of the substance, uh, in terms of the content, it was very substantive. In terms of the delivery, it, it, it was very lucid, it was very smooth. In terms of the clarity, it was really forthright. Um, it was, he was easy to understand. In terms of the tone, it was a very straightforward speech. It was a very passionate speech. It was a very invigorating speech. And in terms of the functionality of the speech itself, in terms of um, what he sought to achieve, which is really your question, um, he did achieve that. And if you ask me, I'm not surprised just because... Um, he really, the, one of the central narratives that was characterizing the Baumia proposition was how different he was going to be from the incumbent president. And I think that is a very huge challenge that every incumbent president, every incumbent vice president running for president has to face. And that was a central question or the central narrative that he needed to answer in the, in the speech. I would say that he did achieve that by coming out with very, very, very bold measures and very bold initiatives which departed from the president. If you ask me, I cannot remember um, a lot of times that that has happened, that an incumbent vice president went north of the, the sitting president himself. And so he went very, 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 to very extreme lengths to show that he, was, he, he had the courage of his convictions and that this is what he believed in and that he was very, very prepared. If it even meant going against what the incumbent president had, he was prepared to do that in order to achieve um, his <clears throat> goal. You see, the thing about Dr. Baumia is that when you look at it in the overall totality of his presentation, it is a gentleman who believes in the courage of his convictions. It's not just a political um, thing that is happening over there. He believes in certain specific things, digitization, and how that is going to improve the lives of Ghanaians. And to the extent that he is an activist vice president who was very, very, I mean, very, very energized and involved in the presidency, he needed to demonstrate and to show to the people of Ghana how this was going to change the And you say he did that. And he did let, me, let me bring in uh, Dr. Sassan. Doc, what about you? What's your verdict on that central question he needed to answer tonight? Did he... Answer, you mark scripts. If you're scoring him just on that one single question, how different are you from your boss and from what you've been part of? How did he score? Hello, Dr. Sasante. Yeah, can you hear me? I can, yes. How will you score him yes. on, that, on that central question? Yes, I'll shy away from the score and explain the issues. No problem. We no, can, no problem yes. at all. Yeah, if you look at um, his delivery... Uh, he trying to uh, depart from the cause of his boss and um, 
he gave a lot of evidence to that effect about his vision and the rest of them. Um, uh, but you can also say that some of the things that he said is um, just going around to repackage what has been said and uh, you need to tweak it in a certain way so as to... Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. In a certain what uh, leverage on that. Um, and for me, uh, that's where uh, it's a, a bit difficult uh, to take some of them. But uh, by and large, uh, he was able to cover certain grounds and, um, you know, as it were, dissociating himself with, from certain policies and all that. Uh, and then going to tell you that, yes, if giving the nod, I'll be my own man and I'll be able to do ABC and the rest of them. Uh, if you look at the fact that he talks about uh, the issue that he is um, a driver's mate, mm -hmm. um, economic management team, he was there, uh, the body was just an advisory body. Fine. Right. But if you give advice and advice doesn't work, do you continue to stay in the system that you think that this is the best advice I'm giving? I believe that you should be able to use it. If you don't use it, all right, and you stay in the system, what do you want to tell me about that? That's the question that remained unanswered from the narrative. That's what I glean from that, right? So it's not enough to say that, yes, uh, we give advice. But if you give advice based on your conviction and the advice is not working, you vote with your feet. We recall when um, Mr. Kufo uh, during the PNDC time, he was with the, uh, you know, the government and all that. Yeah, at that point in time, they gave all manner of advice and he left the government. We have seen it many times. And of course, uh, this is not new in the Ghanaian political system. But you can also credit him uh, for some of the things that he said, uh, new ideas, and uh, it tells you that you want to depart our uh, scrap the Elevi. I will, you know, do some of the things which, um, in your intro, you mentioned that, that mm. you do away. Mm. That was a clear departure from his boss. And that one, too, I commend him for that. But there's one thing that was missing. Mm -hmm. All right. You saw him attributing, continue to attribute or blame the government non-performance toward Russian-Ukraine war and all that. Yes, and that is a fact. But what about the role? of the government itself in some of these things. That was conspicuously missing. Is he telling us that the government itself did not have a hand in the economic malaise that we find ourselves in? Uh, that I struggle to really understand that. Because I thought that this was uh, an opportunity for him to be bold on these things that, yes, uh, some things went wrong, uh, from our side, but believe that going forward, if I'm giving the nod, I will be in a better position to right some of the wrongs. It was too difficult for him to see. But mm. governance is nothing but what um, you should and, be what 
able to be forthright with some of these things. And you so raise an important point. You raise an important point. I want to put it to Dr. Guinea Obako on that. You know, the mere fact that he wants to create a departure is an admission that things haven't gone exactly the way at least he anticipated. There have been some mistakes made, and that's why he wants to create a departure. But Doc makes a point that we didn't hear him admit anything in the sense to say, yeah, on this one, we made a mistake. He didn't say it, but he's telling us what he'll do differently. Although that in itself says, tells the story. But he didn't verbalize it. Isn't that important in, in, in the credibility that we attach to what he delivered? Well, first, first, first of all, I think we are making a mistake. Um, the fact that I, you're my boss, you're leading an organization, and we are all following you. You have your vision. The fact that it is time for me to also espouse my vision to take over from you, and I I say things contrary to what you had put in place already, does not necessarily mean that what you did was wrong. Every leader <coughs> has his or her own vision. That's why we say a new king, a new law. Except that and, it doesn't work like that in politics. As the vice president said, he premised his vision on something. He said that. The circumstances and the things that occasioned certain dreams and visions of the incumbent government will be different from the circumstances that will exist when he becomes president. And therefore, there are some good footprints of this government that is going to continue with. Based on the changes and the circumstances that have come up, he is going to you know, come up with new vision. So if your boss has a vision, and you also come to say that next year, given the opportunity, this is the way I want to go. You are not necessarily saying what he's doing is wrong. It could as well be that there are some limitations in terms of implementation, idea-wise, with the vision that is currently on the table. That's fine. But we should not conclude by saying that because Vice President Baumia is showing some policy departure from what is being done today means there's something wrong. President Kofo had his own vision. I, I want to read you. He age of business. I want to, when, I want to read you. That, that was said at the beginning of the speech. But I want to read you the subject on the levy, what, yeah. the way he put it. Quote, to move towards a cashless economy, however, we have to encourage the population to use electronic channels of payment. To accomplish this, there will be no taxes on digital payments under my administration. The e-levy will therefore be abolished. That is absolutely categorical on the What I'm saying, what he's not saying here is the current policy is a bad one. No, that could because, well, because the government what I'm agenda, saying, I'm, I'm, the government I just, I just want you to open your mind to two different economy. positions. That is all that I'm calling for. I'm not saying it is either or or the combination of the two. It can be that I want to take a departure because I see something fundamentally wrong. Yeah, but that's could, the question it, I am asking. It could as well be that I don't have any problem with it, but where I want to go and the focus I want to have, this is how I want to execute mm. my so plan. So that's the second yeah, one. I'm so on the, so the vice president feels that, yes, President Kufuad had a vision, and in executing that vision, he introduced E-Levy. For him, if he's given the opportunity to serve as president, he is going to abolish e-levy. That has nothing to do with whether or not he feels it was wrong or right. He thinks that, 
from next year going and based on the circumstances and how he envisages the economy running he doesn't think e-levy will be practical to implement that will help people so he's going to abolish that not e-levy alone burton tax uh, vat on electricity and, and emissions he, emission tax. He but, thinks that but those three taxes he put it in a separate contest from e-levy the e-levy was the most categorical one those ones he says they're in essence there's no fiscal space now i'm going to put in play policies when i if i get elected and those policies he believe will create a fiscal space and when the fiscal space is created i will then remove 15 percent of vat if it's still there i will take away the emissions levy and i'll take away the um the 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 third one right so in essence he's saying i believe that they are right policies now because there's no fiscal space that's what he's saying in essence so what he's saying is that he believes and he knows a reason was given for the imposition of those levies and taxes. Now, in order to do away with them, he has to deal with the problem that occasioned, okay, the imposition of those taxes. And he, he's a very far-sighted person. He does not want to just make a shipping statement I would do that. He says that, look, there was a, there's a problem that is occasioning this today. Given the opportunity, he's going to put A, B, C, D pillars in place to make sure that problem is well anchored. And that will give him the space to do away with these taxes. So he has a dream and a vision to do away with VAT on electricity, to do away with emission tax, to do away with burden tax. But he has to prepare the grounds to make sure that he is not just going to do away with them whilst the problem is existing. Why hasn't he done why has he done that? No, no. He, Already. It's not him. Because he is not the president. He's not in the driver's okay? seat. He, he's not in the driver's seat. He's not the one who calls the show. He's not the one who takes the final decision. He can offer his ideas. And that is where when Doc said that the fact that he says his advisor means that he, if he advises and is not taken, he should opt out. First and foremost, the fact that I'm an advisor to you and I'm saying that I'm an advisor... I don't take the final decision. It does not mean that I've given you an advice and you never took. Let us not jump into that conclusion. But he's, give the advice. He's, he's stating the obvious that, look, the role that he was given as vice president, the constitutional limitations are there. But the president also had assigned him a responsibility to be the chairman of the economic management team, which is an advisory role. And that is the truth. Did he he, he give the advice. He, 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 oh, he's there as a vice president. We, on, all, we, all, we all even give advice on, on all of that. So there are so many government policies and projects. So he did, that, he did give the advice. He was, a, not, he was not listened to. He had stated his position on E-Levy way before E-Levy was implemented. Remember in 2020 before the election? Yeah, yeah, he course, stated his position. But then he stated his position then, then on E-Levy. Yeah, exactly. So contrary to his position, E-Levy... Of, of which he is E-Levy, the E-Levy, number two... So went ahead and implemented yeah, regarding disregarding because because the Ghanaian people have entrusted their authority and sovereignty in the hands of the president. Bahumia is not the one who went for elections. So at best, and like all of us do, as I sit here, I can only advise Bahumia on certain things. If I do and he doesn't take, it does not mean I had a superior opinion to what he is proposing. But you must have the courage of your convictions no. to say, well, if you're not taking, I don't want to be part of this. I'm, no, no, I'm no. no. I mean, it's, it's so it, it, it is not fair to make that. You are with multimedia. It is mm. not every decision 
that multimedia has taken, that you have supported in the boardroom. Yeah, but if I feel but, but when, 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 when there is a collective decision, okay, and it's to be executed, all of us, prof is an academic, we are academics, we sit in the academic board meetings, we take decisions as scholars. It's not everything that you support. But you look at the larger interests. It, and it cannot be that you think that your idea should always reign supreme. Okay, you're not the only person sitting in cabinet. So you are Baumia, if you say something, and the entirety of cabinet decide that this one, we have to go this way, then you say, I'm checking now. How? You have to be there. If you have something good to offer, be there in the ethical way and pro offer what you think you can do better. But when others' ideas supersede what, override what you are proposing, don't think that you're the repository of knowledge and therefore when you say something it should be sacrosanct and must be accepted that way. The vice president does not believe in that. He doesn't believe his ideas are sacrosanct. <coughs> so if there are anything that comes up and he has to proffer solutions, he does, he has to proffer advice, he writes and gives recommendations. If those recommendations are taken, and there are a lot of things that he has also proposed and suggested which have been taken, there are others which he has suggested which have not been taken, but that's normal with human life. You cannot have your way all the time. But when those in charge and the majority of the people around feel that this is the way we go, you may have your own view. The best you can do is to support it. But when you are given the opportunity like he is seeking today, then he can tell you that given the opportunity, this is the path I will tell. It doesn't mean that the person who took the other decision was absolutely wrong. There may be a justification for that. So that is the context within which you have to look at. Other than that, you all say that when you have arguments with your wife in the house and you don't agree, then you have to leave the marriage. It doesn't happen like that. You have to stay and do the good things that you can do. Believe you understand? That, that is the way I think we have to go. Uh, yeah, Doc, you, you, I, I hear you saying something. But Hello. Yeah. I think Dr. Buakon has taken the conversation to another level. Uh, the issue is that, look, there are advices we give, and if they are ignored, fine. But there are some which are so germane to what we have, you, you, we have sold ourselves into believing that we are capable of doing. If that is not done, all right, uh, before Dr. Baumia became the vice president, he has endeared himself to the hearts of many in terms of his economic analysis and ideas and all that. And all of a sudden, we saw the downturn of the economy and all that. And he's saying that the, all the advice that he gave in that direction, if it's not working, he should continue to stay there simply because people have superior, uh, you know, economic ideas. Then what's the point of, you know, having an expert within a certain system? On that score, I believe that. Um, there is something we doesn't jail well in that regard. We must be bold and face it. Yes. Otherwise, yes, you continue. Is that your duty to continue to give just advice? Continue to give. I have. Let me also get Gideon yes in our hair form. I have a disagreement. At what level do you decide that this position I want to take is not supported and so I should? And who decides that? You understand? That let us not bust the vice president to a corner. And you're talking about economic performance. He feels that despite the challenges that we have experienced, he has done limitations. But why should he leave? Because he feels that he's been able to support the government to deliver an economic performance. That is Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? ¿Ya estás preparado 
para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Even superior to what he inherited. And so there's a justification that despite the limitations, we are doing better, okay, in relative terms. So why? Then everybody must abandon government. You understand? So don't let us speak to boss people to a corner that why did you offer a position and it was not taken and you should leave. That should not be the practical way to go. The practical way to go is to weigh your options to see that, yes, if you are in, what else can you contribute? If you had left government, would you have proposed good for oil to salvage the currency when there was crisis that is now anchoring, the, the, providing the shock absorbers to us in terms of foreign reserves? If you had left, would you have gotten the opportunity to implement things like mobile money interoperability and the many reforms that are happening? So you, you don't just say that because you had a position and that was not taken. In any case, nobody has come to say that the vice president proposed ideas and they were not taken. He's only telling you the truth that look, the position that was given and the role that was assigned to him as chairman of the economic management is an advisory position. Mm-hmm. If you advise mm-hmm. and you know, things go well. You are part of it. If it doesn't go well, you take collective responsibility. And, 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 and that is what he's doing. This question will be asked by many who, who hear him say, I will do this. I would do things differently. But then they'll ask that follow-up question. Okay, so what have you been doing all this time in the last seven years when you've been part of the government? To what extent does that affect his, the believability of what he says? Because people are going to assess not only the substance, which is what he's talking about, Gideon and but also the form of what you're saying, right? Because you're going to be judging and, and comparing, but you're in part of this. Does that affect believability? Uh, well, of, of course it, it does, but then the extent to which it does is what I believe we are discussing now. Mm-hmm. In a presidential election or in a political campaign or in evaluating a presidential candidate, there are certain things that you evaluate them on. One of it is the person's previous work or their experience or um, their past performance. Okay. But that's just only one end of the quantum. There are other areas or there are other factors that we have to look at in making a very comprehensive and a full evaluation of the people who come before us. So there's past experience, there's character of the individual. There are the values of the individual. There is the vision that the person professes. And there is the experience of the person. There is the competency of the person as well. And there is the inspiration that the person presents to you. So I, I believe that, yes, this is good to talk about, but it is only one rung of the ladder. And he has told his story that... Yes, I was part of this government. However, there was just an extent to which I could do A, B, or C. Um, then he goes on to talk about those very things that he is going to do differently. Of course, at a certain point, you would have to also talk about some of the things that probably did not go well. And I do think that the vice president and some members of the administration have had to admit on several occasions. Was it important, the, 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 you, you were here to analyze, was it important to have included that in a speech like this, as in acknowledging, take, take one or two and, and concede on? 
Just yeah. for, for him what to, to seem human. I mean, <laughs> you, you analyzing the form, yes. right? In, in analyzing the form, was that, would, that, would, that, would that have been important? Well, under the circumstances of the speech that he gave today and the purpose of the speech, he felt that this was the best way he needed to proceed, especially because they have had, or he had had the chance in the past, on several different occasions, to lay out or to admit or to acknowledge that, yes, things are not where we need it to be, things are not where we would want it to be because of whatever reason. I think that to that extent, that has been done. I mean, for leadership, yeah, for, yeah, for, for leadership, and even to some extent today, for leadership, one of the things that the citizens always want to hear is also some form of some form of admission that hey things are not great, uh, and it also speaks to the fact. Does that help sell a candidate? Oh yeah, it does. Because in what way? Oh yeah, yeah. What it, what happens is that it then strikes a certain level of connection with the citizens. You see, the question that you need to answer at every point in time, as somebody who is putting himself up for president, is the fact that. Do you connect with the current circumstance of Ghanaians? Do you resonate with Ghanaians? Do you con- are you connecting with the current hardship? So in other words, you shouldn't pretend that everything is fine with everybody. Yes, that is something that you need to do. And you need to be able to define the problems of the country in a very realistic manner. You need to define it. What is it? What are the current issues? There should be that connection. But that, wouldn't that be arming the opposition? No. Bamiya himself is admitting that if they fail here. Yes. I'm telling you as a, as a strategist that no, it is not. In politics, one of the very first dictums in politics is that you need to be, you need to be winning, willing to lose in order to win. Nobody ends up being president without being embarrassed in one way or the other. You have to in order to get that believability, integrity, credibility, or that resonance with the people that we need. And so there is that need to make that admission. Because if there is a disconnect between what you're saying and the people, you've totally lost it. And so that is his way of doing it. As to whether the extent to which he did it, it's left with the people of Ghana to make that determination. But I do think that he actually did make that admission in terms of, and not just today, on several different occasions. Even today he did. He, 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 I can point to the paragraphs. Right. Well, where did he admit? Yeah, you read paragraph 12. Where was, was I mean, from Nye coming, he was talking about the challenges and all of that. He admitted the increase in fiscal deficits, the rising food prices, and all that. All of them are... But, but that he attributed to external factors. No, no, but why not? If I admit that these are the challenges confronting me or the economy, and there are reasons for that. Well, why, the, why can't I... I guess the question the point you're making is what, what is, what was his role or the government's role in, in those challenges? No, 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 look. It is yeah. your understanding and how you want to put it. He puts out the problems and says that... Because don't you also run the risk, and since we're talking about the importance of these, this kind of messaging to the people, of if you always say it's somebody else's fault, in essence... That also is disconnecting. You're disconnecting yourself from the people. Right? Yeah, if you always say, oh, somebody else created this problem, you, you and I'm, need, I'm having to You need to go into the man. speech very well. Every component of it has what is associated with it. Mm. In this particular paragraph, he talks about those challenges and attributes them to about three or four issues. You may see them 
as foreign domestic. Two of them were <coughs> uh, foreign and mm. two of them were domestic. You talk about the domestic issues. Okay, the banking sector cleanup exercise and the energy charges. Those are not foreign. Okay, global financial crisis and Ukraine war were foreign uh, problems. He talks about it. He talks about the domestic. When you go to the task areas, he makes admissions about the fact that we are unable to put in place the systems that are right to generate us the revenues that we need. Therefore, we are piling taxes on people who are paying already. All these are in the speech. All these admissions are there. Then he goes around to tell you how he wants to solve them. You need to go through the speech in Instituto. Of course, I've been part of the preparation, so I know what I'm yeah, So, so that, is, that is what is happening. But I think before Doc comes in, what is significant in this presentation by Baumia is that bold attempt and decision by a sitting vice president, not a former vice president in opposition or anything, a sitting vice president with a sitting president, a sitting cabinet, and he takes a position that are at variance or is at variance. No, not only at variance, it's diametrically opposed. Exactly. So th that is something that it, is so much... I was telling him before we came on air it, that is, that it is so critical that if... That we need to applaud him for that. That's that never happened. That if I didn't know about me and you dropped from, from Mars and you heard him say, I will abolish E-Levy, you think he's an opposition leader? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and if I, if thinking, I, this has never, this has never, I have not seen this since 1992. This has never happened in this okay. country. Please, that please, a sitting vice president we'll, we'll can expand, be bold enough we'll, we'll to take that. such policy, but, you know, stay, digression. Stay, 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 uh, we'll, we'll expand on that thought. Did, did he maybe take it too far, um, possibly on this? And I'll pick Dr. Asar Santis' thoughts on, on the historical significance of what, of what he did as a vice president who is attempting to lead his country as president and while his government is in power making very categorical statements about things you abolish when those policies are still in force. Stay with us. More analysis after this. And thanks for staying with us here on PM Express. We are dissecting the Baumia speech. He made a case today for president and in making that case he also categorically created a distance between himself and the current president, his boss. Just before the break, we were analyzing whether in some instances he may have taken it too far. Um, because as I was saying, if you drop from mass, you're not about Ghanaian politics, and you then had an individual say, if I get the opportunity to become president, I will abolish the e-levy, a tax handle that is currently being implemented by this government. You possibly think that individual is a member of the opposition. But it turns out it is the vice president who is the chair of the economic management team, who sits in cabinet, who actually makes that statement when the policy is still in force under this government, of which is the vice president. And then it is conclude to that question next. How do you answer that? Did, yes, he had wanted to create a distance between himself and, and the government. But then that declaration, that was not just the only one. There were a few emissions. 15% on VAT, uh, etc. What, what's your assessment of that? On earth, why he should have gone against um, his certain boss, um, because he's actually still part of the government. You know, we're joking, so if they go to cabinet tomorrow, <laughs> they go to cabinet tomorrow, and the president is at the head of the table. Okay, so, yes, yeah, okay, ahead of the table. <laughs> you, you're the one who told the public. That, that's just, that's just, imagine the room when he walks in, when everybody else is there. The finance minister is also sitting there, by the way. Right. You know. Yeah, so, I mean, Evans, on a, on a, on a very serious note, 
You know, our values and our ideals are what is going to make or unmake this nation. And so when you listen to a speech like that, the question in the interpretation or the analysis is that what does that tell you about the individual? Um, it, it presupposes, and I was on a tangent in terms of the various criteria with which you use to evaluate a candidate. And I, I, I said that past um, accomplishments, which is one, like we, are, we are just narrowing it down on just, on just one. That's just one. I, I mentioned a couple of them. So when you move from there, there are other things such as the person's values, the person's ideals, the person's character, the person's, um, uh, the, 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 the person's competence, and so many other things okay, that you used to evaluate him. For me, I think that the fact that he was able to do this is something that speaks to the character of the vice president. And that is somebody, as I said at the beginning, who works within the courage of his convictions. Um, and what, what, is, what are those ideals? What are those values? He basically believes that this, this the digitization is the enabler or is going to be a catalytic force to spare growth, to spare productivity, and to spare efficiency uh, within our country. And so to the extent that we do have him able, a sitting president, having that courage to be able to go against whatever the, the president had initiated, shows that we, this is a leader who is able to act on the strength of his convictions and on the strength of his values in order to propound whatever policies that he would want to propound when he comes into government. Mm, and, and Dr. Sassan, what do you say to that question? In politics, at a point in time, you have no choice than to be blunt on what you have on your mind, all right, and damn the consequence, because, oh, yes. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.